This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Just Danny Ruye with you solo till 6.30 tonight. We'll take some calls on the expectations for Chase Young. This weekend, Ron Rivera announced that he was going to play, be on a snap count, probably 10 to 15 snaps. That is TBD. We will do that. Byron Tressway joins us at 3 o'clock. But first, let's jump right now to the best, the bet. I'm sure it's the best QL. I could talk for a living. The BetQL guest hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Friend, ESPN reporter, Mrs. Tisha Thompson joins us. Darius, could you punch her up? It's not working for me when I do that. Tisha, and she dropped all together. We're on fire. We're on fire. Here we go. We'll grab Tisha back here in a second. But she wrote a great piece, investigative reporting, uh, as is her want, on ESPN.com about the Washington Commanders Charitable Foundation and some accounting practices that we kind of have to, well, forgive my pun here, but account for. Some very strange bits of behavior. It's heady stuff. It's a lot of it's a lot of numbers. She went through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of requests, fruit of information, all that other kind of stuff. We got Tisha on the line. I am here. Tisha, hi. How are you? It's our first day. Uh, we're, we're, we got a little bit nervous. Like the guest is huge, so we all of a sudden couldn't like push the right button, etc. Thanks for joining us. How are <laughs> you? It. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas to you. So, so let's start here uh, with this story. There's a lot of info here. Uh, analysis of Commander's Charity raises questions from watchdog groups. What did you go through and what did you find? Well, I think it really helps to go back to why I even started. I was listening to the radio. I was listening to some sports hosts talk about hmm. the check that bounced from the 50-50 raffle. And I, just like everybody else, was like, holy cow, how does that happen? And I remember, it might have been your show, Danny, I remember... There was a conversation about, well, did they, did they have enough money in the bank? Could they possibly not have enough money in the bank? And I said, well, let me go figure that out because I know how to do that. Um, and I started to look at what are called 990 forms. There are a lot of people in D.C. who work in the nonprofit sector. Right, and they're yeah. probably very familiar with it, right? These 990 forms are essentially the financial reports that every nonprofit charity foundation has to turn into the IRS every year saying, this is how much money we got. This is how we spent it. And this is how much money we gave away because as a nonprofit, that's what you're supposed to do is give away the money you get and not make money. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a very simple definition, but generally speaking, right? So I began to look at the nine nineties for, for the Washington commanders charitable foundation, which is the public charity. And when I say public charity, that means it, it receives donations from fans and the public upwards of 75% or more, depending on the year. Um, and as a result, uh, watchdog organizations would tell you should be under public scrutiny because they're using public dollars. 
And I began to look at those forms and I started to see things that prompted a lot of questions from me. Um, and the story that we published today is essentially a list of my questions and why two independent watchdog organizations, which are nonprofits themselves, but specialize in really keeping a sharp eye on foundations and charities, say that there's enough red flags that the attorneys general in Virginia and Maryland, where the team does business, should should take a look. So there, there are a number of things that jump out in your story, Tish, and it's it's well done as as one would expect. It's a dense read. I know it. I know it. I know it's a hard read because it's got a lot of numbers in it. No, totally. But it's it was a nice adult swim this morning. You know, my kids were screaming, <laughs> and I was like, you know, Daddy's reading about nine uh, nineties right now. Pipe down. The 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 things that immediately jump out where you'd go. At a minimum, this is dizzying. At a minimum, this is confusing and unorthodox. The giving to companies that are owned by Dan Snyder, the not disclosing, those sorts of things. I, I guess each individual moment was explained away, or some of them were, by, by a team spokesman. But it's just, I, I don't know how to say it better than that, Atisha. You just kind of go, why would anyone do it that way? It just seems confusing, right? And, and less clean and simple, which is usually the goal of transparency there. I mean, a, a good example of what you're referring to is as I was going through the documents, and anybody can pull up these 990s. You can go through them yourself. You just have to Google 990 and then you search Washington Commander's Charitable Foundation. Um, I was going through the 990, and I can't remember exactly which page it's on, but it's like two dozen pages in. There's a section called liabilities. And under liabilities, the 990 says that the foundation – uh, owes money to a group called WFI Group Incorporated. And, you know, I don't know for the average fan if they would know what WFI Group is, but for people like me who report on the team, I knew that that was, a, I knew that that was connected to Dan Snyder. But even I had to go look it up again. Long story short, WFI Group is the holding company for Pro Football Incorporated, which is the, which is the name of the team. It does business as the Washington Commanders, but it, it, its name is Pro Football Incorporated. And then there's this WFI group, and Dan Snyder owns WFI group. So the foundation is giving, um, uh, you know, more than $200,000 some year to a company owned by Dan Snyder. And I wanted to know why. And I encourage people to read the story so that you can see what the team says back in return. Um because, you know, I don't, I don't want to try to paraphrase their statements back to me, but they, you know, essentially they're like, look, this is money that the foundation owes to the team because the team does services for the foundation throughout the year. Tisha Thompson with us here on G&D. Um, Tisha, I, I have a long ago, uh, I had a, a job in non, a nonprofit in D.C. So you actually know what a 990 is. Absolutely. Now, they didn't let me near that thing, um, <laughs> understandably, because they're like, this is an official document. You go color on the corner. But I, there was a, a week where a board member stepped down, and yeah. everything had to come to a halt until they replaced that board member. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The reason yeah, I, bring I believe that. The reason I bring that up is because there couldn't be a single moment that went by where any decision, like even like what Xerox paper we used, even what stamps we were using, <laughs> nothing mm -hmm. could be done until a full and complete board with all the different voices and everybody representing the donations and the different dollars, whether they be corporate or individual, et cetera, was properly represented, vetted, and done. 
This stands in stark contrast to the one-person board member, uh, exactly. and I'd love you to for, I'd love for you to go into that and just explain how unusual that is and how frowned upon that is. So let me let me give you sort of the scope of how the other teams do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do a survey. I went into the 990s for all of the teams Ooh. to try to figure out if they, if the way Washington does it is different or if it falls in line with the others. And about two thirds of the teams have what's called a public charity, similar to Washington. The other third are private family foundations where like the owner is using his private fortune and and giving it to causes. Um, There's less public scrutiny there because it's the owner's money. And I'm speaking very generally, it's the owner's money. They can do whatever they want with it. Mm -hmm. But the public charities, they um, there's a lot more public scrutiny because it's the public's money. So the two nonprofit independent watchdogs that we spoke to both said independent of each other that at a bare minimum you should have five members on your board and they should have what's called a a diverse voices meaning that they shouldn't all work for the same person and they should come from different parts of the community and starting in the pandemic around the pandemic Tanya Snyder becomes the president of the board and the only member of the board which means she has the sole voting power, according to the 990, right? I'm quoting what they're telling us in the 990. She has the sole voting power for the decisions that get made. And so for the two watchdog organizations, this is a very big red flag because there's no oversight, they say. There's, you know, she can essentially do whatever she wants because she's the only voting member. Um, is, this is also at the same time that she and she becomes president of the board and has no other members of the board. And then she takes over the operations of the team as part of the Beth Wilkinson report that same year. So she is ostensibly running the team as the co-CEO and is running the foundation with no other trustees. And the mission of the charity begins to uh, change. Yep. The, the team says to us in a statement that we began to give to other causes. And there were social, you know, there's social justice causes, there's breast cancer causes, there's other causes. But the mission of the charity on the website and the mission of the charity in the government filings is to help the children who need it the most, K through 12, in our region. And when you look at where some of the money went, it was going to organizations that didn't deal with children or are not based in the DMV, the region. And again, I encourage folks to see what the team says back to us in the story about that. But the, the independent watchdogs say this is why you need a board of more than just one person and at least five different people. Because while, while breast cancer charities are a good cause. Of course. Some, you know, some people feel really strongly like breast cancer is something you should give to, right? Tanya Snyder is a breast cancer survivor. So, of course. But the, but the issue is that's not the mission of this charity. And if you had independent voices and had people who might say, well, let's give the money to the children of Prince George's County like we used to. They used to give $300,000, $400,000 a year to Prince George's County schools, public schools. Now, I do want to say that the team says, Jean Medina, the spokeswoman for the team, says that in April, four new members of the board 
uh, were elected. One has since left. That's Greg Rush, who left um, when he left the team. The remaining members all work for the team, including Jason Wright. So, or I'm sorry, the executive director mm-hmm. works for the foundation. So these are people who all work for Tanya Snyder. And that's still concerning for the independent watchdogs because there's not what they call a diversity of voices. Tisha, last one for you before I let you jump. I know you're super busy. Um, the one thing that another flag that, that gets raised is I'm just sort of reading through the story is an expense was listed as a donation. Expenses mm-hmm. are normal, right? Like, again, in our nonprofit, we had to pay for some of the do our website, someone to do our, our exactly. database and management and a bunch of other stuff. That's normal. That's the cost of doing business, even as you're helping people. And sometimes, you know, they get too bloated and, and you want to cut some expenses. That's neither here nor there. A don- an expense was listed as a donation. And that kind of makes you ask some questions there. Explain that if you would. So I went through, as you can tell, I went through where they're giving their money away. And they gave $300,000 one year to Prince George's County Public Schools. When Tanya Snyder takes over, I go through the list. It's much shorter. It is during the pandemic. People were not donating as much money. They weren't having games, right? So the numbers aren't as big. And there's not as many people listed. But one of the donations was $6,000 to a marketing and brand agency. And when I asked about that, the team spokesperson eventually says that was an error, that that was an expense to pay for what's called um, their impact statement. It's, if you go to the website, you'll see this beautiful, uh, you know, 30, 40 page document that you can flip through that shows all these pictures and all the good causes that they're giving money away to. And that that impact statement was made by this organization, this for-profit company that's listed as a donation. It's only $6,000, and that's not a lot of money. The concern for the watchdog organizations is that things like that would inflate the ultimate amount of money that the charity is claiming to have given away. And the charity is claiming on its website that it gave, it's given away $31 million dollars since 2000, when the Snyders took over the team, the the government filings, however, say it's $20 million. Well, that's $11 million difference. So which is the right number? The team says it's the number on our website. The government filings just haven't been updated. Well, the again, the watchdog organizations are like, but these are government filings. Why are those numbers not correct? Tisha, you are the absolute best. Thank you so much for joining us here on Short Notice. Great job, great story as usual, and have a great holiday, okay? And I hope everybody has a very happy Hanukkah and a really Merry Christmas, and thank you for having me. As I said, I know this is dense stuff, but I think it's important for people to always know who they're giving their money to. I 100% agree with you. There there she goes. That is Tisha Thompson. You throw her on hold there. It's awkward. I said goodbye, and then, like, I can't put her on hold in there. We got that. All right. Uh, Trustway joins us at 3. We've got a Chase Young segment for you guys. What do you expect this weekend? We'll do that next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.